0: And everybody, welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700 at the Champ Red Ridge. Dave Creighton Jr. with you from G-Mix here in West Des Moines, down here in the Valley Junction area on 5th Street. If you come down and join us tonight, they have a giveaway. You have to fill out uh, a number of uh, items here to uh, possibly win a $100 gift card. But you come up to our table while we're broadcasting, by the way. You can just wave at us. We'll, we're going to keep talking. And you can fill this out, or you can find Bruce in here, and you can fill this out and uh, register yourself for a $100 gift card. You're going to put in who wins the game, total points, all these things, and it's going to go on your guesses and knowledge towards the Iowa State game coming up this weekend. And you might note that I am here. I'm overmodulated, my friend.
1: I'm guys, sorry. Bruce know, was asking right. to, to turn, turn it, it up, up? so okay. I'm trying to figure out how to turn right.
0: it up. All right. So Where's it's Hollywood it's when we it's need him? So this is the one over <laughs> there that goes to that speaker. So you got, we're out here on the <laughs> patio here at G-Migs. Another beautiful night. Would that night. be local? Yes, There it we is. go. Yes, that's it. Look you at can us. Really hear, you can kind of hear us there. Um,
1: Hello, ladies we're in the back. We're
0: not gonna let <laughs> hello. We're not gonna let this last weekend uh, zap the energy out of this show, right? So we're still upbeat in this show for this week, at least. At the very least, um, next week might be a little tough. We'll Fortunately, see. Fortunately, I'm gonna, I'm I'm vacating the premises for a week, going up to Minneapolis to work. So I won't be here to put up with uh with things if they go sour or south on Saturday. We're going to talk a lot about Iowa State because there's not a lot more to break down about South Dakota State. But let's just finish it off this way. First of all, you can check out uh, uh, the program if you miss any portion. You're driving home and you're like, you know what? I want to listen to these guys later. But I don't want to sit in the car. Tomorrow on thehawkeyehuddle.com, it's thehawkeyehuddle.com. We'll get the podcast up there. That's powered by Gatehouse Pictures. That's in Windsor Heights, Gatehouse Pictures. Film and video production. Uh, They don't do websites. What they do is film and video production. a very good job. Check them out. You can link to them and check them out from thehawkeyehuddle.com along with our other great sponsors. That podcast will be available, and what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the fact that Iowa won 7-3 this weekend. South Dakota State, not at all what we... Predicted or thought in certain ways, um, I think. Neat, certainly, we did Brett, not expense, Brett, no offense. No expense their offense. No one in there. No one
1: in the world would have predicted seven to three. No. Without a touchdown, and those that did predict seven to three without a touchdown are lying to you. So therefore,
0: <laughs> nobody. Last
1: Saturday's game was unpredictable in the manner for which it ended.
0: So. The defense, the good news, defense gives up 120 yards.
1: Defense performed in the manner that we both expected.
0: Uh, better, probably, right? I mean, theoretically, I mean, we both figured South well, State for well, a couple I, touchdowns.
1: I no, I well, you I did, I, I four, did say 17, but it, actually, the more I thought about it, um, on Friday night, I was saying 10. Jo- George said 10.
0: 120 yards total is the fifth fewest all time for an Iowa football team. It's a good defensive. Good defensive performance uh, the only thing the, the negative coming out of that is a couple guys got hurt right y a black not going to play this week, and Justin Jacobs out for a couple of weeks at least Kirk kind of cagey on that as he is on a number of things and Jamari Harris still probably out, although Terry Roberts. Uh, you know, at this point in time, Terry Roberts is—he's is, a starting corner in the Big Ten at most schools, so it's fine if Jamari Harris is out just just now. And the corners played great as well. But that—it was a great defensive um, uh, performance, and the safeties that they scored they neither one were cheap, man. You right? know what It was—I mean, they—you they uh, got Campbell dragging the guy backwards into the end zone, making sure he doesn't get out. <clears throat> The second one was on a a full-on sack, uh, you know, from the eight-yard line. I mean, they are not cheap.
1: Van Ness clearly uh, disrupts the play. Joe Evans cleans it up and gets him down. The announcers kept going, well, his knee was clearly down. I'm like, well, if his knee wasn't down, it had to be intentional grounding because he was throwing it to no one. He never got him past the line of scrimmage. I mean, the ball ended up in the end zone. So, at any rate, we get two safeties, not the first time ever happen?
0: <laughs> no, it's not, and it won't be the last time, out. Of, I, I don't think, out of uh, Kirk Ferentz' defense. It also won't know, be or... the last
1: time the defense ever outscores the offense. If I'm not re- mistaken last year in the opener, Riley Moss had two pick-sixes, correct? What did the offense get? Two touchdowns? He had two
0: pick-sixes, one pick-six, and another interstate. I felt to like him. he had two. I'd have to look that
1: Andrew, up. Did Riley Moss have two pick-sixes in the Indiana game last year? Yes, he did. So, before you need to quit drinking at the games.
0: I know. I know. No, it, no, no. Actually, it made me I, – I was probably in a better mood by, by that than I was if I hadn't been. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I was salty, but I was in a better mood than if I if I hadn't been. Fair uh, enough. Trust, trust Fair me. enough. Um, by the way, great nap on the way home. Nice driving. You did a nice job. Oh, I well, only nodded off three bed. or four yeah. times. No, Buzzy buzz
1: tried to save me once, and, <laughs> and I was like, I'm fine. We're but, not in the uh, ditch yet.
0: No, I had a great nap. But um, – the I, <laughs> He's taking me back though. Um, I go over to my, you know, I I left you for like fifteen minutes, a half hour, right? Twenty minutes. I go, I go over to my uh, friend John K. Got it. In that a time, I
1: got Andrew a job.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, he's intern, he's by intern. the way,
1: by the way, he's our intern he's our at intern. the Hawkeye Huddle yeah. and in charge of sales.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, so last year he's over for four days. I asked John last year because he tailgates with the Bensons. Seth mm-hmm. Bensons' parents are sitting right, are right there. talking to him. And I said to him last year, like, he's like, the, the guy today is Riley Moss. He was right on. And I said to him in this game, so if Spencer Petras is has thrown for less than 100, we have, if we have less than 150 yards offense in the third quarter, and this is a close game, do we replace Spencer Petrus?" And he says, nope, will not happen, period. And I said, no, you've you got to be wrong. There is no way that we won't pull the quarterback if we have left less than 150 yards. We gained less than 150 yards for the whole Doggone game.
1: Well, and he was right, I guess.
0: And he was right. Again, I mean, that's the guy I talked to on opening day, right?
1: But I I will suggest this, that after watching the tape, reviewing the play-by-play, reading the Des Moines Register and the Cedar Rapids Gazette, who apparently ran out of O's for their headline, which I thought was actually quite funny, uh, there has to come a point in time where... You know, I think Kirk Ferentz and Dabo Sweeney have the same eye doctor. Well, I think he's playing pretty darn good out there. You know, and DJ Gundele or whatever his name is, uh, the quarterback for Clemson, he was horrible.
0: Yes, Last night? Yes. Terrible. It,
1: certainly in the first half, he was not great. Spencer Petras, I, if he was sitting right here having a seltzer, he would say, you know, that was not my best game. 11 for 25, 134, a horrible interception. Another one that should have been picked off. Took two sacks, of which both he could have avoided. It well, was certainly one of them he could have avoided. Had a chance to run for a first down, and his new, newfound speed and lightweight got him four yards when he needed eight.
0: You know, I, I, I like that thought. There's, there's very little chance that that kid would say, no, I played fine. No, no, right. no good lord, right. no! No,
1: right. I mean, any any athlete who who has ever competed and had a horrible day is going to own that and sit there and look at it and go, "Okay, what happened? How did this go? And why did it happen?" And uh, again, the Cyclone fans of the Hawkeye Hill showing up, get, great got, to I'm see lucky. them, I know. Uh, led by our friend Alan Roberts, John Cavant, and our new friend Chuck Drake, who's made his initial. And uh, showing here at the Hawkeye. glad Hollywood to have you here. From,
0: Hollywood uh, from Gatehouse Pictures You're here, right. uh, Brad Halley from uh, our private. Uh, this is our, similar our, our, to. We a, have a lot of sponsors showing up too tonight. To, so. uh,
1: that's right. It's wonderful. Uh, at any rate, Special Peters, there's no chance he's sitting there saying, I played great. Zero chance. So the bigger question would be this. How does he quit playing like that and start playing great? Start playing and making the plays that every one of us who uh, pay g- darn good money. And this is something that that is somewhat bothersome to me. And and it's the fans shouldn't boo. You know what? There's seventy thousand people there who paid a lot of freaking money to sell out season tickets to and show up. A
0: seven to three game.
1: And and they have expectations that are higher. And as does a football team. Mm-hmm. I. You know, right, right, my my right. guess is the football team sitting there, so, somewhat not booing, but going, "What in WTF is wrong with us? Why the face?" Uh, or when we come over on the sidelines, Walk walkie
0: track and field,
1: walkie oh. track and field, yeah. whatever you want to put on that. <laughs> I'm just saying this; it didn't seem right. And one of the things that was dismaying to me was after one of the three and outs. You know, prior to the uh, best punter. That we've ever seen. Wow, well, no, second best punter we've ever seen in Iowa. Reggie Roby will always be the best punter.
0: I don't know, man. This we, we can debate that. We got a long time to debate that. But let me, let me.
1: But at any rate, yes. my my point is, Spencer's sitting on the bench. Nobody's talking to him. Brian's not talking to him. Kirk's not talking to him. The O line coach isn't talking to him. None of his teammates are talking to him.
0: Well, I think he made a point be- before we came on the air. So, first of all, he goes 11 for 25, one interception, which was a horrible interception. He said he had three guys wide open. He threw it to the only guy who wasn't open, and he missed him by three yards. Well, right? you know, it, it was, this
1: just in, I've watched a, f- a few football games, throwing back over the middle late in a play is, is a, a recipe for disaster.
0: Just ask Brett Favre and every Minnesota Viking fan that ever watched the, the game at New Orleans. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, um, I, it's, aside from that, I think you made the point, and I think here's the thing I think Kirk has gotten uh, Kirk, uh, Kirk has gotten to the point where they're overcoaching these guys they're no, overthinking the, these guys, and Petrus himself has kind of got he i think he got a little overconfident going into the year maybe uh, you said no they uh, they, they, lazy's they' a word, but I don't know that's exactly what we're talking about it's like he just he just it seemed like he just kind of kept thinking, oh, I'm just going to turn it on. And that's not going to happen here, Bud. You just—that's just not who you are. I wish it were, but it's not who you are. No, you know somebody needs to get over and get in your ear and say, "Hey, listen, let's calm down. Let's think about these things."
1: When I rewatched the game, the things that stuck out to me were um, almost a lackadaisical. Uh, manner by which he was going through plays. The screen pass is the one that was was most obvious to me. Yes, they could Where, have gone for big yardage. It right? was a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yep. The the pass to Wick that he short hops on third and seven, and the dude's wide open. The fact he throws it to Montee Potembon when he's got Wick and Bruce wide open over the middle. And you and I are sitting in the stands okay. with Andrew and Buzzy going, "Dude, look at those guys in the look middle!" Look and it's yeah, like, yeah. "Come on, man." And you throw it over there to the l- right flat where two guys are covering. So
0: we're complaining about him. Here's the thing. And, and the offensive line was bad the other day. It was bad. And we can talk about that. But so this is the thing. There's so much to go into this. So you can't. But there ball. are but seven. He had four, four seven, 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 plays seven passes out of those fifteen, fifteen 15 incompletions. Six, so if he completes those. Yeah.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. So if he's 18 for 25 yep. and now you're talking nearly 200 yards, and you're talking time of possession, you're probably talking three less punts
0: right? Oh, uh, it's, it's, out
1: of the it, deal, and certainly it, two or three different scoring opportunities. And those are plays and now you're eighteen for twenty five and, and that math, oh by the way, is around sixty percent. So
0: if And I, you're saying
1: to yourself, Okay, this isn't that bad.
0: But if so here's the question. I always get the fact that if Kirk says looks at the game game tape and goes, Okay, well, we told him not to turn the ball over, so he didn't turn the ball over. But, but he, he did. did. We told him to manage the game. But guess what? They had the greatest field position of any game I can possibly ever remember. I've never seen us starting with such great field position in a game. We've had games where, we, where the, the Iowa couldn't score, couldn't get a drive started. We always blamed it on, well, they started the 8-yard line, 10-yard line, 9-yard line. started the 42. We 40 every play, every, every series here.
1: And they started so, inside the 20 on every single so, series except for the interception. So
0: what is the line of thinking? How bad, how badly can Alex Padilla have regressed? That you, I mean, well, we don't want him to turn the ball over. Well, guess what? Petrus turned the ball over in his only time in our own end. Now, right? now,
1: now there, there are other things that I want to talk about very briefly, and in, in this is not a Spencer Petrus hate show. Right, okay? right.
0: It should, right. We, we're probably going down that The road. dude
1: can't throw a spiral right now, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Every pass he threw was high, and there's only one place you can't miss in college football, and that's high. Mm-hmm. You're, a, you're going to get your receivers yeah, you killed, your, and B, off, balls you your, get tipped and they get yeah. picked off. How does and that happen after C, these camps and I'm number three, game? of which I come back to, is never throw late back over the middle at a dude who's double covered.
0: Never play poker with a man named after a city, right?
1: That's Abilene, <laughs> yes, all of those are true. <laughs> Texas, Dolly, that Tex, he counts.
0: Anybody named Dallas, don't play Texas right. with that guy, right? And don't throw the ball over the middle, never. right? There's there's certain cardinals. Never get involved in a land war in Asia, right? I mean, it's only it, un, slightly, un, well, un, lesser known, un, right? Untenable. right.
1: And never take Madagascar and risk because it seems cool, but there's really you, no point. Then
0: you're just defending nothing all the time, right? Right. All right. So the last statistic to throw in there, and I've heard it on every radio station as well, but it's right now, since the Penn State game last year, he's got one touchdown pass, which was a screen pass that went for a 45-yard touchdown and eight interceptions. If but it doesn't but happen, he's
1: not turning the ball over, Brett.
0: Yeah. If it doesn't happen this week.
1: By the way, we're 6-2 and two in those games.
0: They, there you go. Here's the thing. You Six can, and three, uh, actually. Whatever. You, win, you win games. Don't give me this thing about somebody getting uh, – about nerves. If you, if you can't take it, then get the guy in there who can do that. Now let's talk about the offensive line because it, it was also a problem. We want to move forward here, but let's talk about what happened this last week because here's, here's an interesting thing. You know they don't sell game programs anymore? They don't hand out the paper anymore. They don't have, we were sitting there going, you, you, which numbers are which you, you gotta put it, You got
1: to put off the game notes. What? My friend Kevin. Football's supposed to be fun. Kevin's right. We, Print off the game notes and have them.
0: We did we we're sitting which guy is seventy eight? Is that Richmond or Plum? Is Richmond in the game? I can't
1: Plum didn't Plum right. didn't play very much. Seventy no, seven's right. Colby.
0: Right, right. So so seventy Richmond, right? Right. Is that? And here's the thing. We we're so we're like, Oh, I pulled up on your phone. Oh, good luck with that. Right? In in Kinnick on on yeah. Saturday. So we were like, Okay, we're guessing at some of this. Then you go back and watch and see what happens is Connor Colby actually tried to play tackle, and it sounds like, even though the depth chart has him moving back to guard, Kirk said today, oh, we're going to keep him out there. So I don't know what the depth chart is telling us. They've got Plum in the starting lineup again this week I on think the whoever writes chart. the depth
1: chart is yeah. dyslexic. Uh, they don't know left from right. They don't know guards from tackle. Uh, they don't know anything.
0: Um, I think you're going to see more of Plum this week, and I think you're going to see more of – I bet you see Connor Colby back the, in. the guard. I hope so. Guard. We and, and, and had three guys
1: playing there yeah. in the middle. Bo Stevens yeah. in in uh, yeah. our center.
0: Uh, well, so Lee had a bad, w- a bad uh, Logan Lee. A no Logan Jones. Logan Jones. Jones. Logan Jones, the new center, um, uh, comes comes over. The Struggled. Defense.
1: It's his very first time playing right. center in a and real Kirk, game.
0: Kirk, Kirk all but said today, it, it really was the lights came on. It kind of basically because the lights came on, it was hard on. It. Sure. All right? all right. It's tough. We're we're, we're gonna. Turn the page a little bit. We got Tom Kager of HawkeyeReport.com coming up, and we'll, we'll talk to him a little bit about what happened last Saturday. More about moving forward because it's Iowa State Week, Tate Week here in the state of Iowa, right? That's right. We got the fifth Street five coming up. Your Cyclones highlight, uh, Hawkeye highlights of all time. That's all coming up here on the Hawkeye Hole.
1: We're back on. All right,
0: we're back here at the Hawkeye Hill, Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. Here at G-Mix in West Des Moines. Fifth Street, come join us right now because uh, they're having a giveaway. You got to fill out a, a, a sort of a betting sheet over the week. It it's, pro, it's a proposition right. sheet. It doesn't cost you anything, and you can win a hundred dollars. Oh, by the way, three of the three of the answers Dave are Brayton given out. Senior in the house tonight. Now, All right. Now we're going back to nineteen ninety four when we started this show. We've got both Trey Creighton, and Andrew Ridge. And senior in that. There are three David Cratons in this
1: place right now. There That's pretty good. There
0: are three David Creightons in, the, in, the, in this place right now. Um, wow. I don't even know where to go with that other than to throw it back to the fact that Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com, I believe, is joining us, right? I believe good so. Good afternoon, Tom. Oh, we did not get him. Oh.
1: All right, Hello. all right. Let us know when he's there.
0: Our man Steve back in the studio, who is uh, is uh, manning manning the phones, and we're working on the phone issue. Okay, I didn't know that. That's all right. You know what? We didn't look for that. Hey, you know what? We didn't talk about though. We started into it, I, and I. This is an interesting discussion. Is Torrey Taylor going to rent, wind up being the best punter in Iowa football history? Because he had listen to this. He had ten punts, averaged forty-seven point nine. So that's not a short punt, okay? Seven of those dropped in and. Uh, inside the twenty-yard line, he stopped. They stopped the ball at the one, the two, the six, the eight, the eight, and the twelve. The um,
1: one they returned for eight yards was tackled at the nineteen. Two went right, in the end zone. Right, two went
0: in the end zone. So, and the last listen,
1: one, Kirk told him, to punt in the end zone.
0: And whoever runs the Ray Guy Award gave it to this week to the South Carolina punter for the for the for the national punter of the week was the South Carolina punter. Way to delegitimize de- your award in the first week of the year. Anyway, he is the Big Ten uh, Special Team Player of the Week, as he should be for that incredible performance. Punting is winning, and I think the Iowa fans actually. I mean, let's let's face it; it is actually they, it is actually fun. I mean, we we kind of they enjoy were doing the MVP butt. chant. I know you kind of in our it. section during the game, right? When he comes out, you kind of get you kind of go well. This is at least interesting to watch, right? I mean, it's, it's somewhat hey, fun.
1: When Reggie Roby came out in the eighties. And changed the field position, I think the very first punt that Reggie had went something like seventy five yards and and it had a th- a sound a and a
0: and a height yep.
1: of which Iowa football had not seen, and the fans had not seen, and he got a standing ovation from the crowd, there's much a, like when Hayden came out and went shotgun the very first time
0: so uh, they'll tell the so Hayden of course has passed away. Dan McCartney will tell the story i we uh, we we can hear that Steve that's okay. <laughs> Uh, so anyway <laughs> It's working. Um They'll tell the story. Reggie Roby was their first big recruit, right? Him and Andre Tippett. They 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 put all of their eggs into the basket of flipping the field with Reggie Roby, right? And uh and, and Tory Taylor was that same
1: thing. Did Bernie Wyatt if get Andre Tippett?
0: Um I thought McCartney said he did. I I could swear McCartney said he did. Steve, we got Oh, there he is. We've got him.
1: Sounds good. Put him on, Steve. We
0: have got him, Steve. He's on. <laughs> hey, Tom. yeah, sorry about it. So, I, I don't Hey, Tom, we were just discussing. Do you remember was it Dan McCartney or was it Bernie Wyatt that, that helped Hayden get uh, Reggie Roby? Putting you on the spot right away. You know?
2: Oh. Boy, that's a good question.
0: It's the story's I been told. That was that was their top one of their top recruits. The very I'll bet first it was thing,
1: McCarney because he was in
0: state. They, they wanted they was, wanted him badly. I
2: think it was Dan. I do think it was Dan.
0: Yeah, I think so too. But so there's there's going to be a discussion at some point in time down the road that you almost never thought you'd have, which is who's the best punter in Iowa history. And this week, this week was incredible, and it it's actually to the point where the fans. Are enjoying watching the guy come in to punt the ball away, because it's so good. He's
2: the is the highlight of the offense,
0: <laughs> <laughs> or or the key to
1: the defense, depending upon how you want to position that. But yes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, it's really yeah, fun. To, it's good, really uh, fun.
2: Go ahead. That's a good a, a good debate. I, I still don't think Tory Taylor is Reggie Roby. Well, uh, there's only one Reggie Ropey. But well, let's give him I'll a couple more the, years. Oh, he's not I'll year. open. I'll open the discussion to uh, to being potentially maybe something we can talk about in a year.
0: Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Right? I, I was. I, oh, I, I think Tori Taylor's
2: yeah. going
1: pro after this year.
0: Oh, you don't. The do punters go pro early. I don't know. The dude's like forty. He's like forty, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, he's older. Um, Tom. The only thing we want to throw back to you about last week is the offensive line versus what we're going to look at this week. They, they tried a couple of different things. Nothing worked. I'm trying to figure out Kirk doesn't seem to know who's in his too deep that they put out as far as Colby's well, going to stay at the tackle, even though they've got him back at the guard.
2: Do they, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you know what, what I think, they, what, you, you, know know what what, you know what happened? You know what happened with that too deep was they, they sent it out. And I think this, first one was more correct with the offensive line kind of but then the second one they sent out was actually the offensive line grouping from the week before
0: <laughs> right I...
2: so yeah it was it it was n- not well executed i think would be the proper terminology right all right, so who's in charge of so, the, well, so two is,
1: names in the SID department? So is,
0: I, I mean, it's early still, but we got, we're got we 13, 14 games into George Barnett. But, man, that, that offensive line does not look – they do not look technically sound like they have in the past.
2: Um, yeah, I – you know, Kirk talked a little bit about it uh, today, and I think there's some validity to this, that – um a lot of those guys um missed time last year because there's a good number of them that are like redshirt freshmen so um i i think that's probably where they're running into an issue is that that's just a, a really young group that a lot of those guys jenny dunker was was injured a lot last year ellsbury's been dinged up um you know, Bo Stevens was dinged up last year, too. Um, Logan Jones has had his share of injuries. You know, he had the the Patella thing uh, the year before. So uh, they've just had a lot of guys who, who are young and, you know, not a ton of experience at the college level and a lot of practice time. So I, I think that's probably what we're seeing. But, you but, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you, because you guys wouldn't realize this, you know, and I know everybody focuses on Spencer and Spencer was not good on Saturday at all. And no one's defending him or saying he was great and anything, but we know how Iowa football runs and it runs through the offensive line. And if the line's not good, competent uh, and not protecting the quarterback and not opening running lanes, you could put Mike Vick back there and it'd still be a problem, right? Right.
1: Well, you might be able to get a, yeah, a first
2: down or two uh, yeah. just by him running.
1: <laughs>
0: I think it's a I think it's a compounding issue, right, Tom? I, I agree with we, we agree with you on that. But I think it's a compounding issue, right? I think there's there's a certain type of quarterback that might be able to do a little better behind a porous <clears throat> offensive line, right? But or or you might want play have, you might Iowa one doesn't have one
2: of those Iowa doesn't have one of those on the roster.
0: So, so yeah, probably La- not
2: Labus or
0: they don't they whatever. don't recruit those guys, right? That's not their their type of quarterback. I, I agree. Yeah, they, so
2: Labus is not I mean Labus can move a little bit, but he is not Brad Banks. Okay? Well I'll tell you
1: I'll tell you what, Tom, they actually do have one. They have two. One's Cooper DeGene and the other one's Arlen <laughs> Bruce. And and you basically say this look, we're not gonna pass, but you figure out who's got the, the football. <laughs> And both those guys are certainly agile, and, and in high school, were able to play in that in that position, where you could mix it up. You could go wildcat with Arlen Bruce, and it wouldn't be that it would not be anything crazy to do that.
2: Yeah, I just don't see him going wildcat. Well, I just I don't kind of gone away. Yeah. It,
1: well, clearly, yeah. at least in the Iowa place. I, well, so... I
2: think another thing that was that was an issue, and and. You know, it, they weren't getting separation in the passing game either. Well, worked. he missed a few. There, he there missed weren't.
0: the guys that did, but there weren't. There were a number of times yeah. where I, there was one route where in the first half where I looked at you and I am like, "Well, they ran all three receivers." They ran one of those routes where all three of them ran to the same sideline. Yeah, they flood. all they, they flooded one end. Uh, the South Dakota State only had to cover literally cover three guys, uh, four of the guys on the other side of the field. Didn't have to cover anybody. I mean, Iowa ran a bunch of stuff. Tom, the, the, the reason they don't get separation, they don't run anything. To get, get well, you got to run
1: something deep yeah. in order to get separation, yeah. right? It's so, and, how many how many guys did frankly, you on a go route?
2: And frankly, that's the better pass. That's I think a more comfortable pass for for oh, Spencer is to throw probably. it down the field,
0: right? Probably it really right. is. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm
2: completely and, with you on and that. And he missed. I'll tell you the the screen pass that he missed. Yeah, that I mean, was, we were. That's on we him. All I mean, <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Yep. I mean, that was a touchdown. That's yep. a touchdown.
0: I believe easy. we I could have run that. that in. Yeah, I, <laughs> no, you would have
1: got down I, to the ten. I know I would have been tackled, <laughs> but I, we bemoaned
0: that. And that was one we were bemoaning in the stands. Right, that was a pretty easy one. I do think so. This is all playing together in a number of things that I. So uh, the other thing I noticed the other day, actually. It, um, Andrew noticed while we were in, in the stands. He's like, "Why are? We, I mean, we 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 gave the the quickest count, snap counts, quickest cadences. I can never. I mean, yeah, did you see? There was never an audible. There was never even a. They, they never even barked out like trying to draw you. But they just walked up the line.
1: Tom, boom, did you snatched. see Spencer audible the whole game?
2: I, I, you know, I really wasn't paying close attention to it, but I don't think so. I don't um, recall.
1: I mean, I, but I know there it. was
2: there was issues with the the snap being a little slow with with Logan Jones, and I think maybe that's just uh, Logan trying to be, you know, careful. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. You know, yes. just its first start. There's, I, like I said, there's some serious learning curve stuff going on. But you know, the old saying with coaches, uh, the, the coaches will tell you the most improvement your team makes is between. Week one and week two, and we're about to find out if that's the case.
0: God willing. Well, <laughs> you know,
2: considering the improvement
1: that we saw between uh, January and last Saturday, uh, we're I talking hope, a I hope, quantum leap.
0: Help! There's a lot going on. But at any rate, hey. Tom,
1: Tom, I asked you to do something. Yeah. In,
0: well, so, well, let me get. Let me ask him this about. Let's let's move. Okay. Move to who's in and who's out this week, and then we'll move on. All right, back. you got me. So um, we know. So YA Black's out. That moves up Louis Steck a little bit. He played a little bit the other day. Is he fifty? Yes. And Aaron Graves, uh, Kirk mentioned today, will play a little bit. But what about? Uh, so what's the deal with Keegan Johnson? Do you have any? I mean, seriously. I think any it's a idea? Or, or something worse. Um, like,
2: I, I think it's. I have to be careful how I word Tom. that. I, no, that's I don't fine. It's
0: fine. You. Yeah. I, yeah. Go I get ahead. it.
2: Yeah. I don't. I don't know that it's. It's a um, a physical thing. Okay. I mean, I think I think uh, I think Garland Bruce kind of talked about it today. That, right. You know, getting him mentally ready, mentally right, and everything. And I, I, you know, there's there's kids that struggle. Sometimes, you know, we've seen it in Iowa too. So. Where's Keegan from? Um, he's from Omaha. Omaha. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Well, it, it's it's a talent that you don't have on the field right now, and things are not uh, progressing very well with that, and that's 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 disappointing. It's nice to see Brody Breck maybe getting in there this week, hopefully. Um, well, we but, have another
1: scholarship receiver,
0: right? Except for he hasn't worked out at all, and that's so we'll a, that's the that other
2: thing. Like Brody, at Brody, yeah. for example, I mean, he had uh, last year as a true freshman, he had three ball practices before he broke his thumb. Okay, then he was out for probably two months. And then all he did was scout team until the bowl game. And then he got to practice during bowl prep. And then this spring he was playing baseball. He just hadn't had a lot of time. And then he had the, um, July 4th, he kind of tweaked his hamstring, uh, pitching in Clinton. And so he's, um, you know, just kind of getting back into yeah. it, but he's he just has not had a lot of practice time, a lot of field time. And it's, Kind of the same thing with, you know, like the offensive line that we've talked about.
1: Tom, you know, I I tweaked my hammy in that over 50 softball league. And believe me, <laughs> you know, I'm missing it those that, practices. It was, made a big difference. When we were
0: playing basketball <laughs> in your ba- in, on your patio when the kids were eight, and we were playing against them, you tweaked it, and you've never been right Never again. been right never since. Never been right again. All right. So, Tom, we're going to get into a little bit. We have a a, a new series that we're – our new uh, sponsor that we've got, and we're doing a new series, Top 5. Uh, various things uh, for the Fifth Street Five here in uh, in uh, Fifth Street Valley Junction. We're doing this week our top five Iowa State moments. We'll talk about those in a little bit. I think uh, David gave you a clue earlier on. We want you to give us your your number one highlight, the number one thing you the number one highlight time point in time of an Iowa State series that you can remember.
2: Boy, um. About the the nine hour game a couple of years ago with all the thunderstorms.
1: There you go. So, uh, so
0: that's, that's not, on. That's, that's on my list. It's well, it's only. It's oh, I changed it? No, you got. Oh, did you Rain, put that? I in? did. Rain delay. Yeah, my my friend Rick here will uh, tell you that that was a that was a tough day for. By the time t- I got to the ninth hour, he was holding me from. It, uh, it was in a, it was a tough
1: day for those who were at the game. <laughs> yes. Those of us, Tom, who were not, I can tell you, sitting in my living room when I I it went. It's interesting. I looked at Christy and said. Man, I'm really glad that we didn't go up today. Yeah,
0: actually, we had a great time. We were in the parking lot. Playing I understand basketball you had a great really time. Getting back, yeah, you know, one of my favorites
2: was the 0-3 game too.
0: Excellent. Uh, okay, hey, we got to run. Hey, thanks, Tom. For, we're talking too much. Next week, we'll get you back. The Hawks are going to win. Tom Kaker at of HawkeyeReport.com. We'll be back on the Hawkeye Hill, 1700 the Champ, 101.3 FM. And we're back here in the Hawkeye Bread Ridge. Dave Creighton Jr. with you. Please do come down and join us. We're going to sit here for a little while on the patio G-Migs uh, because we've got a lot of people here, right? We've got our friends of the Hawkeye Huddle here. We've got our sponsors here. Uh, we've got three David Creightons here. Senior, Junior, Trey, right, sitting right here. Come on, join us. And you can fill out this uh, this uh, prop form, and you can win a $100 gift certificate here to G makes, which for by I, the I way, thinking. which by the way, that's I mean, that's gold, man. That's I mean, the, Dude. the food here we haven't we haven't been propping the food. It's steak night. That. It's it is. So anyway, we're here. We got to thank our other great sponsors. We have not been into uh, talking much about EMP and Plumbing. You know what they do? They do plumbing, Brett. Twenty four seven. You know what I noticed? They're also doing. They're hiring. they they're, they're going to train people. Right. I, w- I was on their website because we connected up to the Hawkeye Hall. Right. Com, powered by Gatehouse Pictures. And I noticed they're hiring. So, AMP and Plumbing, not only can they do that, but if you're looking for a job, they're going to train you to do that. There right? you go. So, that's a, that's a good deal. Key Mortgage and our, our, our Brian friend Hauck. Brian Houck. Absolutely. Saw him earlier tonight. There you go. They, they like to hang out inside where well, we normally do. In, right? During the winter. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Angie Land, The great Angie Re- Landcast. From Remax has sold your house in one day, and that's, the, that's a claim to fame by the way. Not that you're out there's anything wrong with your house. I mean one day though. I mean, holy cow. And now uh, of course we turn our friends uh, to our friends private wealth asset management. I got it backwards last week. Can you believe that? Yes. Private wealth yes, asset I can. management. They're here in in, in West Des Moines uh, in Valley Junction. Right They're, down, the, right street down here. the street. Um street uh, 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 started their business two years ago, year and a half ago they're here, and what they want to make sure they do, even though this is not a walk-in business for them, they want to make sure they promote Fifth Street here in Valley Junction because this is a great place to be. The business is down here. So we're doing the Fifth Street 5 every week. We did not get a lot of tweets this week, by the way. If you want your tweet read on the air, we're going to give you one here in just a little bit that you can that you can, uh, you can can uh, prop at us and tweet at us, and we'll, maybe we'll read it on the air next week. This week we're doing our top five. You and I are doing our top five Iowa State Moments. And it's way more fun than playing back and looking at last week. So we're going to start at 5. All right? All right. Boy, I I had a tough time. But I think this is one you and I tied on. So our number 5 moment was uh, during the 63-20 win in Ames in 1996, I was in the the north end zone, and I saw the Red Sea part for Tavian Banks on the third play of the game. I was in the uh, west side, upper deck. Pretty high
1: up, about halfway up. And I looked at my friend, Matty Moulton. And I said, I think Tavian takes it to the it was
0: house. A 78-yard touchdown on the third play of the game. And, boy, the way, he it, not only it was a huge hole, but it was a vapor trail, right? And it's a memory. It's ingrain, it is literally ingrained in my head to watch that hole. Absolutely. Up, right? Okay. Number four for me, a little different. I think it's funny, though. 57-3, 1985. Iowa wins it 57-3, 1985. This is the start of the of the Chuck Long year where they went to the Rose Bowl. The memory I have was that that game was rainy, right? So it's 57-3. to 3. It's raining. The place was sold out to start with. But in the fourth quarter, ABC is its on national ABC television. Here's Al Troutwig, their sideline guy, right? They got nothing to do, right? So here's Al, Al Troutwig. Al Troutwig's
1: probably a Hall of Fame announcer right. now. He's
0: up in the corner, the very upper right-hand corner of Cyclone Stadium in the student section. There's nobody left but three students who sat right next to him and him. So they show a picture, a shot of him, and he's up there. There's nothing but the four of them It's sort there. of like a picture of the a- Hawkeye
1: Huddle, except yeah. for tonight. we yeah. got a yeah. lot of good crowd tonight. I, it was
0: hysterical, <laughs> and they did this thing about here's who's left in Cyclone Stadium today as <laughs> Iowa wins it 57-3. to That was
1: before it was Jack Trice. So my number four is, is with Tom, the rain delay, double rain delay uh, in 2019, which ended with a punt that was fumbled by Iowa State and yeah. recovered. By Deuce Roberts.
0: No, no excuses on not remembering that day because it started at 8 a.m. and ended at, like, what? 10 p.m. I don't know uh, what a day
1: all I know is that I was safe home and sound by the time that that one ended
0: number three for me is a double overtime 44 to 41 uh victory um in 2017 that's my number one my my moment is Akram Wadley getting the pass to score the tying touchdown before they go into overtime because it was one of those things that you saw it open up right he hit it and as soon as he did caught it about the 45 I said oh that's a touchdown, right? But he still made, like, five cuts in it. You could just see it was going to happen. That was what incred- a game, though. That
1: was my number one. That was an incredible play. And then, of course, it ended with the mayor Smith-Marset, the Chicago Bear. Bear down. Oh, uh, finally.
0: Don't talk to me as a Viking fan. I'm not happy. I don't get this. Okay. By the way,
1: when the Vikings cut him, I said, uh, Bears, picked but, this uh, dude up. And they did. Listen to me. My number three, B.J. Lowry's interception in 2013. The one-headed pick to seal the deal. He was running back. Yeah. One handed snag,
0: to- great play. Still on highlight reels all over. Replicated
1: all over, by uh, Josh Jackson in the Ohio, in the Ohio State, State game. Games.
0: Absolutely. Number two for me is uh, in the forty to twenty one win in two thousand three, which broke their streak. By the way, they had a five year or four year five winning five years They won streak. five in a row. So um, <laughs> the first five years of Matthew's 98, life. Ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so. That was the one where, when I did the game ball run with the MS Society, um, my, my buddy Eric Kingball Kahuna, and I. Kahuna. We go down, so I go down and I hand the ball off to the, I get to walk out to the midfield, right, and before the game and hand the ball to the referees, right, because I'm the, the president of the National MS Society. Right. And they're like, uh, okay, we'll see you guys later. And I'm like, oh, we're not leaving. And they're like, no, no, you don't have sideline passes. I said, we don't? Well, you're I brought gonna, the ball. Right, I brought the How? ball. And they're like, without me, you can't play. <laughs> so here's the thing. So Kahuna's got to go to the restroom, and he's his eyeballs are turning yellow, but he can't leave because they won't let him back. Once down. you're out, you're you're right? out. So we were having this this fun, but here was the really fun moment of that was watching Norm Parker. We went walked and walked up and listened to Norm Parker. He called every play as Iowa State lined up. I am, and I'm not kidding you. He would they would line up, and he would call what they were doing. He'd yell out on the field. From the sideline, not an upper view, like Norm Parker, he'd just standing there, calling. So that that's my that is a huge memory for me and, you know and a, a moment. For what's me. interesting yeah.
1: about that is is that it was probably very shortly thereafter that we talked to Norm Parker,
0: right? And he just right. Um,
1: at media day when when he had the the golf cart and he said, "Well, you know, Iowa State still hasn't sniffed that goal line. Yeah, it's, in right. the last few, it's years. Been, right? Exactly. <laughs> since since they went to the, uh, um. The spread, when, the, 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 spread, the spread,
0: right? He could call it. All right, so my here. number two,
1: Andy Rodell, 2008, rainy, get, rainy day. There's a chance for rain this Saturday, by the way, it, in Iowa City.
0: Yes, could play. Uh,
1: 2008, Andy Brodell, Ankeny, Iowa, punt return, sealed the deal in a uh, Hawkeye victory. In fact, that was the only exciting play that entire game. Uh, and uh, so, your son, my my pal, Andrew. Helped uh, remind me I, of, it, of it that. Was,
0: it was on my list, and I just went ahead and gave it to you, right? Because then, then after well, that. it was a great I, play. Uh, well, well, it was. And after that, I will go to the 12-10-1977 game just because it had renewed the series. I remember what a big deal it was to uh, – this is before I – I mean, I'd only been to a couple of games. I remember what a big deal it was, right? And I've, I have watched the game over again. It's on YouTube. So I was 11 and, when that game happened. Uh, How old was, were you, 6? Uh, eight, eight, 8. 8. 8. 7.
2: Seven. seven eight september there, right
0: um dennis mosley goes for a long touchdown after they had scored scored dennis mosley who uh when when he went through a thousand yards in hayden fry's first year was when i was really becoming aware of football so i didn't realize that he was a highly recruited guy that they picked out of nowhere bob cummings got actually got somebody you mean and he other was than still his son right and he was pretty good well that was his that was the quarterback right, right. the starter that day was bob cummings jr and um, and and it was a big deal. The, the game had been uh, uh, Iowa State was ranked 18th at the time. Iowa was, of course, terrible. They it had, had to beat terrible. Iowa. Yeah. Jerseys on. Yeah, and uh, so you go back, look it up on YouTube. There's also a moment in the middle of the, of, of uh, they leave it in there. Chris Schinkel, who was ah, remember, don't even go there. Remember he was. You he was, talked was, about it the uh, other day. <laughs> Chris Schinkel was the ABC announcer that day. So Chris Schinkel, for those of you who don't, you're going to do throw, this. I'm aren't you? you. I'm giving you a throwback. Chris Schenkel was the was the announcer on the Colts Giants' first ever overtime game in NFL history that 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 won the championship back in the fifties, right? Hurry up, Chris we got Schenkel, three minutes. Right. He in halftime, the Iowa Golden Girls doing their baton twirler, and and he's like, "Look at that, honey, isn't she hot?" He would have been throw- That would have been the end of his career today. Right? This just right. in
1: for those who are politically correct: Brett was just quoting. I'm just quoting announcer. Absolutely you- true. Those were not All his right. thoughts. All
0: right, uh, Real quick, field hockey went two and zero this week, four and 6 and zero. They're three and one, number six in the country. They dropped. They got two games: Providence, UMass, uh, this week, two p.m. and one p.m. That's the only really big fall sport going on right now. And um, as we look at this this week, the Hawks are three and a half points favorites. They've won six straight. Uh, Matt Campbell has not beaten Iowa. He's 0-6. What do you got for your last call? So I, I actually,
1: the number of times I've called for Iowa to lose on this show in 19 years, so let's say it was 19 times 12, it was, It's a lot. 200 games, probably three.
0: 200, uh, we're at least 400 games. Ever. 400 games, <laughs> yeah. probably four, yeah. maybe six. So you're. what do you got?
1: Iowa State wins. Uh,
0: so the number of times that you and I have agreed. 20
1: to 18, and Iowa has six freaking field goals. Yeah,
0: the only time that we've ever agreed that Iowa would lose, that's going to be down in the single digits by by a lot. I think Iowa loses 20 to 13 this week. The offense is not going to get going for a little bit. The, the offensive line is a work in progress. Spencer Petras so take the is under. never going to help them. He, How about he this? He won't hurt them someday. Take the under. Take the under, which is 40 right now. Take the end I got the Hawks at at uh, losing twenty to thirteen. I hope I'm wrong. So do I. I mean, it could it could flip. It has flipped. It's happened. I'll give
1: you a scenario whereby it flips, and it's super easy. We get a, a fumble, a sack, scoop and score. We get a pick six by uh, not Riley because <laughs> they're not going two gonna,
0: touchdowns by the defense.
1: Of course, and then four field goals by the offense, and now we're talking. What's that? Fourteen and twelve. That's twenty-six. Let's give Iowa State ten. Uh, that's still thirty-six points.
0: I'm, I'm giving Iowa an offensive touchdown this week. <laughs> I do think. I do think it's going to get better. I do think it's going to get better. I really. Well, it can't do. get uh, any right. worse. I do think it's going to get better. I do think guys are going to develop. I do think guys are going to see see some improvement on the offensive line. It's going to happen. I just don't know that it's going to happen. Let me right ask away. you this
1: question. So I'm watching that Clemson game last night, and their quarterback and their their fans are brutal. They're yelling DJ sucks, okay, in Atlanta. They're they're brutal. Do we see a scenario whereby, let's say, Petrus is two for six for eight yards in the first quarter and it's still 0-0 that we get the hook?
0: So there's two things I'll remind you. First of all, I booed for the first time in years the other day. I I think you booed
1: because you were drunk.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Beers in the stands are not a good thing for me.
1: They're not helping Brad's experience. It helps my gay name experience, but it's not helping his.
0: Secondly. um,
1: Which is ironic, I might add, to those who know the tandem.
0: Secondly, all I will tell you is that in 2012, Iowa played one quarterback for the entire year when they went four. I
1: know. James Vandenberg.
0: James Vandenberg. He had.
1: Or Vanden, whatever. he He
0: had. Rudock and Bethard on the bench and refuse to play them just because. Iowa will not give them the hook. It won't happen. All but, right. I, but anyway. Hey, join us next week. We'll be here at g uh on 17 under the champ and 101.3 FM. Yeah. F-